The following is a Kingfisher Studios podcast. Don't worry about it. She wanted me to understand that what I give her for Christmas doesn't matter to her. If I give her anything at all, doesn't matter to her. I'm still deeply troubled, though. This is our first Christmas together, and I want everything to be special. I'm feeling upset because budget demands a modest gift, and the couple of really thoughtful gifts I had picked aren't going to work out. I believe her when she says that Christmas will be special because we're together, whether or not her gift for me is perfect. I don't know if she understands, though, why this is such a big deal to me. When I was 13, my family and I moved to Paraguay. We arrived just before Christmas. The money that was supposed to be available wasn't, and things were extremely tight for the first several weeks. We had a roof over our heads, but we had no furniture and very little to eat. Being a kid, my biggest concern was what was going to happen on Christmas. Would we get gifts? Would we have decorations? Would we have a holiday feast? These things were extremely important to 13-year-old me. Because my parents were noticeably stressed, I kept most of my questions to myself. On Christmas Eve, I asked my dad if Paraguayans put up trees. He said that they did, but not the kind we were used to. He said that we could do a tree if my sister and I wanted. Of course, we both very, very much wanted. My dad went out to the yard and pulled a leafy branch off the tree that grew there. He brought it inside and propped it up in a planter pot. He explained that the leaves were natural decoration. My mom wasn't content to leave it at that, and she began to look around for something to hang on her tree. The stove in the house was one of those old-timey gas units that had to be lit with a match. We didn't have much in the kitchen, but there was always a good supply of wooden matches. My mom started emptying the little match boxes into a bowl. "'What are you doing, Mummy?' my sister asked. My mom didn't answer the question. Instead, she asked us if we had any paper and colored pencils or pens or crayons. We didn't have very much, but we had that much. We both went to collect what my mom had asked for. When we returned, Mom asked us to make the paper as colorful as possible. She told us that she had an idea, but she didn't know if it was going to work. When we finished scribbling multiple colors all over a few sheets of paper, Mom started to use it to wrap up a matchbox like a tiny Christmas present. She tied a piece of string around it and hung it on our makeshift tree. There, she said. Let's do the same thing to the rest of the matchboxes. We eventually got them all finished and hung them on the tree. It wasn't much to look at, but we were thrilled to have a tree, any tree, regardless. For the moment, we had forgotten all about presents. When we woke up Christmas morning, we went to look at our tree. It was still there, almost exactly as we'd left it. But underneath the tree were two matching gifts. They were very small and wrapped in the paper that we had colored. We both started to cry. Mom startled us by speaking from behind us. Sorry, kids, but we couldn't do much this year she told us. Dad came around the corner looking like he felt like a total failure. Merry Christmas, kids. I'm so sorry, he said in a shaky voice. My sister and I both burst into tears and rushed to hug Mom and Dad. For the first time in our lives, there was something more important on Christmas morning than ripping open presents. I'm so sorry, Dad repeated. Me too, Mom said. I told them that I wasn't upset because of the two small gifts under the tree. I was crying because I had nothing to give them. 
Every year, I wrap up a few matchboxes and hang them on my tree. Every year I cry, thinking about how much better it is to give than to receive. Do you have thoughts on this or anything else I've spoken about? Send me an email. I'd love to hear about it.